0: Good morning, good morning, good morning.
1: Wow. We sound
0: all kinds of techno, techno, techno.
1: Probably not only to us, but that's all that matters.
0: That's right. I'm going to play the intro. Welcome back to the Positively Negative Podcast.
1: Where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of positivity in a world that can be quite negative. I'm Dalio. And I'm Team Humble. And we're glad glad you're
0: you're here. here. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That can stay. Okay. (laughs) the way that dale's head that. is shaking like oh i hate that so much
1: now. well we
0: need we need new intros and we will work on new intros we just have not had time for that that
1: can stay oh
0: come on give me a break I will. it is it is dodgy in terms of like the cackle and uh but you are cute at the end where you're like okay
1: yeah because otherwise it's you <coughs> laying your ruling through (coughs) all the
0: land. Oh, okay. Good mood. Good mood. Good start (laughs) to the day. Uh, Just because you've had a shitty client start to the day. Don't put it on me. Don't put it on me because you have multiple textual versions of things that keep getting updated and you don't know where your head's at, so I get the flack for it.
1: You don't get the flack. You don't get the flack. It's just...
0: I just got the flack.
1: (laughs) We need a flack soundboard. Flack alert. Black
0: alert. <laughs> Black be great. Alert. That would be so good in a game like Apex Legends if you could define that you weren't just in a squad of three or or in duos that actually you were a couple,
1: uh-huh. right? And
0: so, like, there was the male and the female player, but you are actually a couple, and then you had sound effects to, to match. Like, I have a flat jacket over here. You should get it because your attitude sucks. <laughs> oh, like, like sound engineering and, like- and add-ons based on relationship, like... That'd be cool.
1: Passive pa- aggression.
0: Pa- okay. Good mood. <laughs> a good mood.
1: Whatever. I can be the negative one once. You can
0: be the negative today. That's fine. I'm super positive today. I mean, it's Friday. We we should have done our podcast like two days ago. I do apologize. But we've had a hectic week.
1: Yeah.
0: Hectic week, yes. Last End of last week and then the start of this week. And uh, kind of wanted to that together today in terms of what's been going on yeah because it has been like instead of just pushing one project we push pushed like three projects and like really proud of us for getting it done yeah uh i feel like listening to all those msp waves for weeks on end about oh we need to me bring money to the blockchain and people should be starting businesses and
1: posting pictures of your cat means you're raping the rewards pool right so wah, wah.
0: because we had all that happy times (laughs) because we had all that it just made sense for us to be like let's have a quick look at um let's have a quick look at what we can do and what do we like to do and we kind of joined two worlds together so we joined the world of getting frustrated at looking at the Upwork queue every day of people being like uh i need this and i need this and i need this and i want to pay you this much for it and i need it today and being like these people it's
1: impossible
0: these people don't want to pay money they don't want to pay money they don't want to like spend loads of time and actually most of them only want a landing page they want to the experience if it's not that it's people like i need a d-rock like okay mate yeah no need problem. need you
1: to make me go viral please
0: yeah i need you like i need a viral editor and i need d-rock <laughs> I'm like, uh,
1: I can pay you five dollars per video.
0: It's funny, isn't it, how people see something and then they want that, and they just don't associate how much that costs but in that, terms of energy and time.
1: I think that means it has to mean that we're doing a bad job as the service providers or as the people in the, in the industry, or we're playing the short game of looking cool in the moment by being able to pull those things off, but not explaining the what goes into it in terms of effort. Well, right? like because like everybody, Gar- people like Gary want to have that D rock and then make it seem like it's magic, so that they can look like they have it all under control, oh. which communicates to future clients of ours like, mm. oh well, why can't you just make it?
0: Ooh! Thought I swallowed my own tongue. Then, <laughs> higher, higher. if you don't know who Gary is, Gary V has been around for uh, quite a while. Been doing selling wine, but he's also done very much for social media in the last ten years. He's really got into that. He basically went to South by Southwest, realised that nobody was steering the ship, and a lot of people didn't know what they were talking about, or they were just like doing, you know, doing social campaigns and, and not actually going anywhere. So he's like, I can do this. I can crush this better than these people that are doing it, and so started up VaynerMedia.
1: It's the only guru, social media guru, that I'll, like, recognize every time of day, personally.
0: And, I mean, there's a perfect example. D-Rock got in touch with him, just emailed him and said, I can make this better, I can do this better, and I can be like... And he did it for free for a while. And so, like... You know, sometimes you have to do, you have to do the cheap stuff before you get in and actually get paid a job. But the thing with Gary is that all of his content is in time media anyway. So the people he bumps into, like everything in the city, especially New York, is kind of like what's on trend today. And yeah. then he has a hundred people in an office that he can go make make it. Just you know, we need to jump on top of this, and then people see the frequency that he's able to deliver that. And so they buy into that, yeah, they buy the frequency,
1: but I think it's also important to note that the things that he was doing in the beginning for free, quote unquote, yeah, were um were not at the level that he's doing now for mm. a full paid salary. yeah and sure that, yeah. you know, I think people are like, you' don't get so much
0: exposure. And mm. you're like, I can't pay my bills with exposure. Yeah, are talking really quiet. <laughs> um, it's it's I mean, it's a time sensitive thing as well, I think is that people want to get in and want to get out. There's only a few things where I I see a lot of people doing drop shipping and buying stuff from abroad and like having their own custom white label versions of it. Those things have got legacy to them because the longer those stores are up the more money they're going to make. But the products that are on it people are literally looking for something that's going to you know trend really quickly. The the the, the time to market that it used to be of something like I don't know Squidges, right? Let's take squidges. But the kids are like, oh, God, I'm into squidges now. Like, How that started, probably some YouTuber and everybody was like, oh, got to get some squidges. And then all of a sudden that like went off and then China was like, shit, we need to make loads of this stuff. I'm sure there was like YouTubers who made Shopify sites. And so like, there's years of money to be made on those things that obviously the money goes down because the trend dies off. But i think the people who are making bank fast are the people who jump into facebook and be like this is going viral we need to copy it everybody's copying everything copy yeah. copy copy so i mean i got to the point where i was like i don't want to do any web stuff at all for anybody no, because websites because- are dead websites yeah. are dead
1: and what is alive and well is the frustration of like the client two and a half three years later being like my website's down
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh this but-
1: plugin's broken and you're like oh I don't like it's it's really difficult to in the beginning a, a client's not going to want to sign on for the long term. It's like we were talking about earlier like it's like running a car. Yeah. You don't just buy the car and then it just have runs perfectly for the rest of Yeah. Right. People aren't ready for that type of commitment or expense and that's and I'm not, you know. Like mm. I don't have my I don't have any of my sites hosted on WordPress because I don't want to deal with the the hosting charges and the logging in and seeing that it's broken and seeing what you know what update messed up what plugin? yeah and uh and so that's why i love cards so much yeah because you don't you don't have to like tack on all of that extra stuff and i think to the client in the moment it seems like it's just an upsell like well you know in three years of service like what why okay. well
0: it, i mean if websites are dead I, I think you still have to have a url most of the time to a landing page with stuff on it because you know working with people you can't say check out my Twitter you know they want to see something that they can read in 30 seconds or a couple of minutes and then be like yeah I made a decision i click on this video listen to that audio you seem to be able to do what we can do sorted. Like, right. we'll or it
1: just for people who aren't freelancers like us even just a hub of contact information here's the yeah. form here's our address here's you know here's where you can reach us people just need like all of the stuff that they have out on social media uh, just aggregated into like a, mm. you know, just like
0: a one-page fact sheet. Well, it's it's the year of the builder, isn't it? 2019, it's like there's lots of different builder apps out there that you can bring in as embeds now. Mm. And in a way, it's kind of decentralized websites because, yes, you're, you've got a web host, and they're probably hosting in the cloud, but then you're bringing in little bits as well. Yeah, right. And actually, it's more bloody reliable than having a WordPress site with loads of, like, bolt-ons to it. So anyway, we we kind of married the two worlds together of upwork of people asking for cheap designs layouts certain niches as well so there's like actors and bands and uh, like baby care things like that um healthcare podcasters and so we made 15 template we we'll worked really hard on this yeah
1: there were so many hours
0: oh come on don't <laughs> no, make it like
1: i'm not making there it was like so many it hours. was though it, really, it, it was, was a,
0: enjoyable though it was
1: a grind it, yeah but it, in anything that's in, in, enjoyable there's still a grind yeah sure there's still like that point where you're two-thirds through and you're like oh i don't know where the end of the tunnel is yeah. where you just have to but like but there, i also found a bit of like comfort and in the routine of that of waking up and knowing okay I want to get I want to try to get two more sites done today I wanna mm. manage, or want to want to finish the one that I didn't finish last night just kind of pushing yourself like you know the way that I, I imagine athletes kind of get addicted to getting a, a faster time or a better time running a track or, or something like that it's like you wake up and it's just a very clear set of Goal. steps yeah right mm. and I feel like we as freelancers we switch between, like head down work mode and then coming back up and looking for work mode and it's yeah it's back and forth but i find that no like there's such a comfort for me in waking up in the morning and not having to like be like what do i have to do it's just laid out really clear so i didn't enjoy that, that it's the best
0: of there. both worlds i didn't enjoy working in a company when the company didn't know what it was working on right so like being a freelancer and being able to like cherry pick and work i like working in teams but i like to work i like to get out teams as well like get in do what's needed and get out again because i don't like i don't like those moments in companies where you can tell that the company doesn't know what it's doing and it's kind of asking you as an employee what what you think what you think yeah and that opens up a whole can of worms because then you've got all the other employees like if you come up with a great idea all the other employees are like shit why didn't i come up with that and then they're bringing you down because like politics man i just i don't do office politics
1: yeah i don't do internet
0: politics or somebody
1: (laughs) just takes credit for something you said or whatever like right
0: it's just crap
1: yeah and i think you and i have such a an eye for inefficiency and like we, because we're such optimizers it's so clear to see like oh man they could be doing blah 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 would be save so much time so much money and those things are running frustrations mm. whereas if i'm working for myself at least i at least that's on me if yeah. i'm being inefficient like i don't have to just sit and stew at my desk like oh man this is so dumb it could be better if xyz i've you know i've had that in every job the infor- every office job i've ever had the like,
0: unfortunate reality is is that inefficiency seems to drive a lot of business like, it seems to be the way that money can be just like, you know, oh, well, if that doesn't work, we'll just keep throwing money at it until it works. Like, I don't know why we don't have a marketplace for efficient things. It seems like nobody seems to care about the, the, the you know, when you're in the flow of something, it seems to be like, well, as long as there is an end result and it, we get to where we get to, like, it doesn't matter if A, we damage the environment, and B, if we spend too much money on it. It's right. like, we want the end result. There's kind of like a, I don't know there's a there's something that really inside me just gets so angry about that because I I always want the best from myself and I know times that I do things you know I could do things better but I also know that there's a time time yeah. thing on that so I mean we we did 15 templates in the last two weeks, using this card site. We love this card site because of the landing page ability. It's very easy to, like, box something up quickly. The price is incredibly fair per year. I think we like, had
1: 16, actually.
0: Really? Yeah. I th- we had 15. I don't All right, know. Either way. One, <laughs> one more snuck in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to up that to 17 just to be ahead. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realise we had 16, really?
1: Yeah, well, I just know because it's an even, num- an even number, so. All right. Either way, we have a bunch there, and there um, we tried to think about what we asked for and what we would want. So, like, there are actually a couple themes on there. Well, we're already using the T-shirt site theme for mm-hmm. our personal T-shirt shop.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, that's called B B B E E dot E E B E E.
0: Easy to remember.
1: And um, and like the freelancer one on there, I'm actually thinking of redoing my personal site nice and using that theme and I didn't intend that when I built it it was just like okay like, no, you
0: now you've grown so to like it yeah now I like <laughs> it and so
1: sometimes I go and I like I was I like want to shop for my own stuff on there so that that there's a level of like pride that you can take in your work when you actually like it and would use it instead of it being like oh, yeah for sure a client. you yeah, know for what I mean sure.
0: yeah yeah for sure I mean we got um, we did an e-sport agency a cafe one a skincare one ebooks e one an actor one a monthly box one you know those boxes that you get where Get so much stuff in them a t-shirt one wedding podcast theme which we use for one for oh, yeah, free
1: the
0: uh, personal site which dale's going to use photographer freelancer baby shower like a meetup card bridal shower and also one for a 501c which is a non-profit so like we just picked a hyper niche group mm. of things that we know a majority of those people don't want to spend a lot of money on but they need a presence yeah. that's the most or important like, thing yeah but...
1: like the like the charities and churches like they, there's not really going to be any changing content on there other than maybe a calendar. No. So it's You're like right. people just need a landing page to know
0: so stick it on the business card or yeah. if somebody says, do you have a website? Because people always do that, right? People maybe. walk up to somebody, do you have a website? It's a lot easier than saying twitter.com forward slash such and such. You know.
1: Right, right.
0: So we did that. We launched that. Um, happy that we got it launched. We got a little, tiny little uh, upvotes on Product Hunt. It was kind of a bit of a soft launch because if it was a hard launch, we've probably done a lot of promotion, probably had a lot of graphics, ran it for like a couple of weeks. I still feel like I'm going to do that. Um, and more than anything, I'm, I'm glad we did it because whenever I come across things on Upwork now, and I just did this this morning, I just applied for six different jobs this morning. It adds a little bit of extra depth to your, your uh, proposal. Because the ones that I've done before for like upwards, upwards, upworks, upwards.work, which is like a play on um, Upwork, is uh, like screencasting and video editing. I've had people come back and say, oh, um, well, if you can't use Camtasia, then sorry. if you use ScreenFlow but not Camtasia, then I can't use you. However we do like this stuff that you do here, right. how much is that?
1: Yeah, it's like the difference between being like, hey, I, I can do this for you, and being like, hey, I've done this before.
0: Yeah, exactly, and yeah. And that's
1: really the big thing where it's Yeah, like, people
0: want to know you can do it. Right. Like, I don't want to employ... Like, they're getting... Actually, I was, this morning, they're very specific. Like, have you done 100 hours? Are mm-hmm. you in America? Are you in I've what you call that. it? So I think, I think Upwork, especially, are trying to be super hyper-specific about that. By the way, anybody who's like into crypto and stuff, like... Upwork is is prime right now for a decentralized version of Upwork. Yeah. If you if you can get the if you can get all the blockchains together to start putting their jobs onto a decentralized Upwork equivalent and that there so basically there is work there to do then I mean just look up the numbers how much like Upwork just got you know money wise and you'll see that there's a a massive market there for a so decentralized for version this,
1: for this team blockchain because of the fact that a site like that inherently needs uh payment processing yeah. built in yeah and the fact that you can do that for free it's and huge. zero transaction fees on the steam blockchain with you know 3.5 second yeah speeds is like so so it's just like so perfect to be built on steam yeah what, a, what a great segue i know he did a I
0: great segue.
1: Good. you did a good segue I am pretty there pretty good
0: so, talking about Steam, <laughs>
1: yes, and things built on Steam, and the
0: growth of things and the fast transaction times. Yes. Um, this week, DrugWars.io launched, which is a another game. So, second game on the Steam blockchain that's had a really good launch, and has about one thousand, eight hundred, nine hundred people playing it daily. Uh, within three days, I think they made forty-two thousand Steam, which is quite a lot of Steam, or at least not made, but like, that's the accrued. amount of, of accrued money-wise, mm. Steam money-wise in terms of people upgrading stuff. And it's a hit. It's an absolute hit. And um, it just goes to prove that, I mean, I think the development team, I think it was either one person, yeah, one dev, maybe a couple of people advising, but one dev for one month has built it out. And um, just goes to show that you can build a business on the, on the Steam blockchain. And if you go to steamapps.com, and do a search you'll um you'll see that you get like a top 50 i think it is of all the steam apps and the most important thing to look at is the daily usage of that because a lot of DApps that you hear about mm. they don't have any traffic if you're gonna have a look at the ethereum ones they don't have anything like the steam yeah. ones do um, and we really noticed that when the state of the DApps and all these other sites started bolting in steam which i think brings probably some of the ethereum lot to look at steam because of that yeah you know they that's one thing they don't have they, they might have the application but they just don't have the daily traffic and they don't have they the don't community have, they don't have the daily traffic because they don't have the community right or the the people who know what for saying that we have thousands of people active daily on steam there is a hardcore group i would say of about 250 or 500 that i i could at the drop of a hat tell you what they do yeah do you know what i mean like yeah, in yeah. my head i could tell you who to go to on the steam blockchain to do certain things right um, and it was High Touch who, who made uh, Drug Wars, who's who's very well known in the Steam community for building these kind of things. It built Fundition as well, I think. High Touch, which is kind of cool. Um, what else happened this week, positively? I linked up on iHasCod and ampsteam.com and uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, Unfree so unfr.ee which is our podcast site so you can get to both of our podcasts from there I linked up Roland P's brand new Steam account widget which is superfly, you Mm -hmm. can get yourself a Steam account for $2.50 roughly, the price based on what the price is today and it's like three little walkthrough sections to get yourself a Steam account so if you've been like, oh I want a Steam account but I tried it on SteamIt.com and I've been waiting over a week or two weeks and it didn't happen like, you can get one on those three sites. We don't get anything from it. It just, we've yeah. got a referral link on there just so that uh, if we get any traffic through our sites, people can sign up and get an account. And then it opens you up to the wonderful world of the dApps. Ah. There's like 400-something dApps like now. It's yeah. crazy. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I think the more people who build in little funnels, little portals uh, to create accounts like Steam Hunt does and other DApps are starting to steam monsters mm. the better because it, it was such a choke point of being like okay you gotta go like you said gotta go to steamment.com you gotta you know um wait two weeks or wait or you know wait a week or whatever or jerry banfield's being like pay me 50 bucks and we can do it. <laughs> like there's just like the more variety we have in terms of ways to get an, an account on steam is uh, is is gonna be good
0: yeah it's a, it's a big choke point Mm. for onboarding onboarding, because most people are used to going to a website putting in their name and their email address and boom, it's done. You get an email, click on a button.
1: Also, sorry, speaking of unfree, I noticed that you put a buy us a coffee uh, button on there, but we also have, if you... uh, enjoy any of our templates or want to hire us for any work you can also <laughs> pay us in the form of soups from our Amazon wish list. So we put that together one night. Yeah. Where we just sat down and we added like a epic ton of ramen. Yeah. Um to a wish list. So
0: You gotta be practical about this stuff, yeah. right? At the end of the day, what do you use the money for? Like we've spent the time that we put into the site is time that if there was an upwork work job Around, I mean, it's a bad time to do it because February at this time is kind of like, it's quiet. The best time to promote some of this stuff now will be at the end of February when people get paid monthly because they'll be recovering from Christmas and stuff. So I'm glad we get it done now. Yeah. Because um, I know it's going to be something that we use for moving forward yeah and then when we do get some downtime, we can go in and make version twos of the templates or if we don't have a template for a certain thing i definitely want to push the actor ones i definitely (laughs) it's just so many actor things oh another thing i should add so yes the amazon wish list if you if you don't want to pay with fiat if you don't want to pay 35 dollars you don't have 35 dollars uh and you're more inclined to be philanthropic and be like I'll feed you. <laughs> I'll feed you for your theme. Then we you can would use appreciate the, the, noodles. Yeah, I love noodles. I love the idea of that though as well. You know, somebody being able to pay us with food from an Amazon wish list. Like Amazon's just.
1: It's like a decentralized barter system, really. Yeah. It was like back in the day, what would you do? You'd ha- you'd be a cobbler or a barrel maker or a cooper, and you'd you know trade it for bread or grain. Right. At the market, so I, I want to get back to that.
0: We've got, the, we've got the bread and grain situation locked down. <laughs>
1: true. We've been making rotis, which is an Indian-style flatbread. Yeah. Is rolled in this very specific way that makes it light and flaky and they're delicious. freaking
0: gorgeous. And like. they're
1: really nice. And we are aiming to get them down to a penny <laughs> per bread. <laughs> a, because we're just obsessed with optimizing. B, we are because we're skint. But, like, just the, I love the goal. You know, yeah. I think even if we were millionaires
0: oh it's still like let's get these bread down to one
1: penny (laughs) i'd still
0: still do it like the the fact that we can buy a 10 kilogram bag of flour and then we've like divided it and divided it and divided it i just think it's really healthy to like know how much things cost where it's from like how it's made like i've been in my head for the last six months i've been like i just want to i just want to drill down to the point where it's like oh i have these food bases covered
1: yeah
0: um maybe it's a bit of a survivalistic thing as well seeing things with climate change and just you know on the back of like modding on steam Hunt of all these drones but like gets to a point where it's like this is not sustainable so how do how do we how do we enact sustainability into your own life and i feel like the the way to do that is not to be so flippant about oh i'm gonna grab this off the shelf and this off the shelf and it's other factors as well like we we used got used to having like meal deals from the shop and it's just like £3 and don't even have to worry about it. You just pick one of those, one of those, one of those, done. £3. Good. Okay. Fine. Thanks. And then recently, because they changed the way that works it made me look at it closer yeah it's like oh so the wrap is not included now
1: yeah when you get to the till and then the person all of a sudden is like oh no no that's not in it anymore that's not included it's this this and this now
0: but what happened though what i I noticed last week is that we went to a different place that still had the three pound meal deal with the wraps in it yeah the first thing dale did is unpack the wrap and look at the wrap in detail yeah. like she unfolded it <laughs> oh, yeah. she unfolded it she's like where's the duck in this where you know it's a little tiny piece of scraggy lettuce and it's mainly bread so then then the optimizers that we are we're like fuck this noise we can we can make these yeah. we can make wrap, we can make our own wraps and that was it we were like on it then it was right. like flour, butter, ghee healthier da 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 you
1: know it's even changing like when we were in the shop the other day there was like something was on sale it was like eight wraps for 45
0: Right, right, right. And it
1: was like, and that's, for us, like, that's an incredible deal. We'd be like, hell yeah, that's great. But then when you do the math and you know your own costs one or two pennies. It tastes better. And you know that, and then it's like, I mean, you are really are like splitting fractions of fractions of fractions, but you realize that they're still making a freaking huge profit on 45 cents because that's actually how cheap the items are. So when things are full, full price, a pound, a pound 50, whatever, you're like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> plus, you
1: laugh at it you pl- like who pl- are you plus
0: less waste
1: absolutely less packaging we're not
0: having plastic container like we're not another we're not yeah. having another plastic thing i mean yes it's our time but we did it this morning like what was it 7 so it took us half an hour to make like 12 wraps mm-hmm. from scratch yeah and those you know use them for breakfast but we'll probably use them later on for tea or curry or whatever or for rice and things and i really dig them i really dig them like I still got to do some research on ghee and getting the right kind of ghee but it feels damn good to go into a supermarket and ba- buy a big bag or bags of flour of indian, raw indian flour and be like we yeah. we can we are our bread destiny
1: it is empowering it's so empowering to feel like okay if everything totally goes to shit like i have i have in my mind the skill and yeah. the power to understand how to take raw materials and sustain myself that you then after that you're removing the reliance on Uber Eats Reliance (laughs) Reliance on on, you know on a middleman like that's what we're always aggrieved about is middlemen but like what are we doing in our daily lives that are keeping those middlemen afloat because we're supporting them in in certain ways by not being self-sufficient so obviously you could get down to like the nth degree if you checked out that YouTube channel that we shared a couple weeks ago about that chinese woman who is like on a farm and she's using an ox to grind you know wheat into her own flour like you could get to a level where everything is a hundred percent but i think everybody can find little room to take something Mm. that they buy and say okay could i make this instead i think that's a really good first step
0: you know i would like to see here's a great idea social media campaign for um, clash of clans you're allowed to use this Clash of Clans like spread this out there this this could go viral oh boy um, I know I know ex-friends I say ex-friends I just don't see him anymore but I know ex-friends who've spent lots of money on Clash of Clans Ugh, right for setting up you know like that isometric like 2D 3D look yeah, on the iPad yeah. and it's at a certain yeah. angle yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, people buy castles and all that shit right do a almost like a big brother version of that uh, real time streaming camera at the same kind of angle And you divvy up a field into quadrants Mm -hmm. and you get 10 of your top players from clash of cans to come down you give them so much supplies and you tell them to live off the land and just see how bad you know the application of like them Mm -hmm. trying to do real world stuff
1: ah in like a simulated world in a
0: simulated world right but like Mm -hmm. you could do overlays on it you could put like the markings on it this is somebody's quadrant you know I just think that'd be really good to connect the two worlds together. Mm. People are like, what the hell is this? It's like, oh, it's the real world version but of Clash Do you of find plans. that there's
1: like more and more survival games coming out? Like there's more and more games where it's like you dropped like um
0: Yeah, but it's about like acquiring weapons. And <laughs> well,
1: no, no, no No, no, not like BRs. I'm talking about things where you have to like harvest wood and build, you know. What was the one that Decky was playing weeks ago? Was that um uh Arc, um Ark?
0: yeah
1: whatever all those all those games Mm. like i'm just seeing a lot more of those open world like you drop literally Mm. naked yeah sandbox type games where it's like you drop the naked figure it out and it's you know about inventory management and figuring out this builds this and this makes this and now i gotta you know chop down trees to make a fire yeah
0: but it's only tickling the fancy of like oh i'd like you know in, a, in, a, in, a, in another dimension I'd, I'd be a survivalist Like, it's not really teaching people right. skills is it
1: well that's what I'm thinking maybe it's that, that psychological trick where when you talk about a goal that you want to achieve you have the satisfaction as though that you've already achieved mm, it mm. maybe that's like maybe that's people's outlet into being like oh yeah I know how to survive I can do this I do it on my
0: <laughs> I think it's Xbox a game. every day I think it's the game developers being surreptitious about like hanging on to being a middleman in the games industry it's, maybe i mean yeah great teach people like oh these things are what you need to survive but i would like to see also a social media campaign run alongside that like we watch a streamer called decky stadecky and this guy fr- tries to cook raw <laughs> broccoli on the floor on a pan
1: in real life In, in real life. this is real <laughs> life sounds like a video game he playing. streams he streams <laughs>
0: himself like with a hot plate on the floor uh <sighs> with no sometimes oil if he's feeling decadent uh he'll put raw broccoli on the in frying pan and then he would like move it around like he's some kind of chef and then i i, I feel pain for him <laughs> while watching him eat hard veg and that's his veggie intake so like <laughs> i don't know there's, there's a lot that can be done there to train certain generations how to like be self-sufficient i love the fact that like my daughter knows how to make breads and stuff and saying that oh i looked it up on the internet like understanding that she can go to that resource and pull that back you know that's like half the hurdle yeah
1: yeah. um
0: what time are we on because i feel like we've done loads of time oh 30 minutes so there's a few other things i want to sneak in here before we we finish up um are you cool to like move on from that yeah cool that's cool go ahead um last uh, three things i just want to throw out there um working i'm still working on a, a project another project so we try to r- launch three in a week and it just got overwhelming in the end so some like got so far some didn't um steamcasting has been going for 10 days i'll put it up on fundition we've had some donations we've uh we've posted some news about it we've done some updates we put a scheduler together and um one of the things that I put a post together for is that we want to decentralize the actual company because there's no point setting up a mm. company in this country if we decide to move somewhere else or you know the way I, the state that I see at the moment is that like sites are getting hacked like password details are getting last thing I need if I set up a company is I don't want all the stress of like all of that falling apart I want to be able to work on the product right yeah because I believe I can deliver on the product because the services exist now to be able to do it. It's just like an organizational thing for me to do. It's like fast internet, bunch of editors, five people on board. And so those five people might live globally. They might not live locally to me. So I've been looking at Aragon One, which is like this Ethereum kind of tool to set up a decentralized company in the cloud. And it costs £10 to set that up because obviously they have to have a fee. Sure. Otherwise, people will just make loads of spammy ones. And I'm really excited about that because I've been wanting to play with that for a while. And you probably a few people are like, yeah, but you're on the Steam blockchain. Like, oh, you want to do Ethereum? It's like, I don't care what blockchain it is as long as it delivers on the tool, right? Yeah. I, I'm not bothered about that. The idea of having 10 people globally all working on Steamcasting, doing some editing, doing some videos, uploading, doing the management, scheduling, playlist, and them all knowing that they're part of something bigger, and they're getting paid in tokens for their time, or they have a cut of the business if it makes any profit from advertising. That everybody gets their fair share. I think the biggest problem with setting up companies is that you know somebody wants to move up from sales to like managerial, yada yada yada. There's like and, and all of the crappy politics that go with that. So I feel like the most powerful parts of blockchain is yes the immutability, but also the consensus layer the the consensus mm-hmm. layer of like two or three people you know if somebody i saw it the other day that um a block um an exchange owner died um, with $160 million of, of Bitcoin all, <laughs> all, all like tied up and right, nobody's got access only ha- to it. He
1: only, he's the only one who had the keys.
0: So having a business where like you're a part owner, I'm a part owner, right. and then we have a team of people who have an investment in the company, sure. then the handover of that is like, okay, we still have the company. You know, it just makes sense. Well,
1: and it's also like keeping the decentralized model. It's like how many how many businesses, and not to say that this is a bad thing, it's just a different way, but how many businesses are running on blockchains and touting the advantages of decentralization but they're all it's a centralized company
0: right (laughs) Right. they're
1: all working in one office with one ceo like that's as centralized as it gets so like why not why not bring the the philosophy of decentralized all the way down the, the pipeline?
0: And I wanted to start that from the beginning because I want people to be like, I, I want to detach as much, e- although my ego is attached to the, oh, wow, wouldn't this be amazing to the 24-7 stream and like, oh, it'd be great for Steam and we can promote all the yada, yada, yada on it. It doesn't get us any further forward. Whereas if I think about it now before setting it up and be like, okay, this is an idea that I've had. I'm passionate about it. I want to deliver it, but I want to deliver it with 100 more people who are, right. who are content creators as well and i want them to feel that they're incentivized to be part of it not just like some kind of you know niche little cool la thing where it's like oh you're part of the vlogger crowd you know like right. I, w- I want it to have some substance to it and if we really 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 want cryptocurrency crypto services blockchain to really take off and 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 dominate past uh, centralized stuff it has to have something that centralized doesn't have right, right? and i i truly believe that the, the Aragon 1 project will do it because they're, they're really working hard on it um, uh, another additional update to that had conversations with the guys who do the scheduler part which is like a third party service that we're going to use and at first they thought that I wanted to stream 24 hours seamlessly and so the price went up by 10x it went from like $1000 a year to like 10000 a year uh, because obviously it adds more um, I presume it adds more issues with uh, providing a twenty-four-seven a service. If you're running something seamless, then you need to uh, employ team members to be like,
1: keep it up. And act, yeah, disease. exactly. Sure. Like
0: looking over the service. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to do. I do want to do twenty-four hours, but actually, me uploading to the network mm. every day a twenty-four-hour file would yeah. be massive. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, no, no, no. I want to do six four hours, because right. that way, it, if I have a team structure, I can be like you're the breakfast squad, you're the lunchtime squad, you're the early evening commute squad, mm-hmm. right? And then every one of those teams has got a 4-hour block that they work on. Right. That's how I see it. I don't want, I don't want to be like on the stream 24 hours a day. I just want to have a 24-hour stream. Yeah. And if people are like why why 24 hour? Just go and check out YouTube, go and check out the audio People who are playing chill out audio for 24 hours, and you'll understand where I'm trying to go yeah, with this.
1: chill hop and chilled cow. I've got
0: 5,000 people watching it, and they're sitting in the chat. They've got a whole community yeah. there. We're missing out on 5,000 potential Steamians right there. Yeah,
1: well, it's like it's a like. Why would you have the argument of like CNN? Why does that have to be 24 hours? Like we we've accepted 24-hour TV, so why not?
0: When was the last time CNN paid you for sitting in the chat? So, they don't even
1: have
0: a chat. So like incentivize the crowd and people are like, oh, by the way, you're listening to our chilled out music, but you know you could be posting about this on Steam and maybe get a v- upvote. Right. And then imagine the crowd swell that you could have, like almost QV. Imagine QVC if they had cryptocurrency, right? Imagine back in the day if QVC ship it shipped with the optional feature of being able to paint steam right. qr code have, on the screen even
1: fundraising like if you had you it's know nuts. remember the old like telethons on tv where right. it would be like 24 hour telethon we're gonna have this person on if you wanted to dedicate if people would you know be willing to give up their slots for a day for a certain cause and yep. everybody you know collaborate you, there's a million different ways you could do it
0: stop collaborating. listen Uh, Final thing I want to push out today. (laughs) Final thing I want to push out today Yes. uh, that I'm super positive about and people should know about with 37 minutes. We normally go to like 40, 45 minutes, but I wanted to get this out. Um, Twitter account NVK posted a little message the other day that they had successfully sent a Bitcoin payment over the air. Not satellite, not satellite. We've seen the one about satellite. I think it's called Blockstream. Where they're using satellite to send uh, Bitcoin, but the the ham radio guys are oh back. The ham radio guys are back in action. Hell yeah! And uh, they're using this thing called GS8 call, which they're basically sending Bitcoin money to a brain wallet, which I don't really know what that is, um, but a brain wallet over 7.077 megahertz. So we're That's literally sending money in value in through the air well
1: i'm gonna do it with morse code
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we're gonna feed our pigeons the the spare roti roti yeah. that we have left and we're gonna like customize them to send certain upvotes to down. some people
1: that's so, wild so check it
0: out it's uh twitter.com nvk uh also smarturl.it4js8call cool, if you're interested in going checking that out but there is going to be a, there's a multitude of ways that this stuff is trying to permeate. All right, so you shut down the ISP. All right, you shut down the satellite. People are sending it through radio waves, man. I, I know that's
1: so. Oh man, that's so. That's so epic. It takes me it back. Really to, is so awesome. It takes
0: me back to my CB radio days because if you remember Contact, where she's like trying to b- b- bounce her radio signal off the ionosphere. Because yeah. that was the big thing for ham radio people back in the day. Is like, it's all about my setup. Uh, is my aerial good, is my aerial tuned? Do I have enough power? Like when you press the the little plastic button on your microphone, you're not only just talking into a capsule mic, you're firing up the amplifiers in your CB radio. You're sending like 50 watts into your aerial, and then when that radio signal goes out on 40, I think it was 40 kilohertz, I think. Uh, n- no, maybe different on ham radio. I'm talking about CB, but it, it bounces off the ionosphere, and so th- people have these big competitions to see how far they. Because what happens, it gets trapped by the troposphere, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the ionosphere layer, and radio waves can can permeate through that, but they they can't go through the troposphere. Yeah. So what happens is the radio signal does this, right? So around the world, it so just it's like, like skipping do- rocks. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you're skipping this radio signal, and so the big thing in ham radio is like. Holy shit I talked to Australia today but it only happens at certain periods of time and this is where it like gets all Zen for me and mystical and very Star Trek with the whole like ribbon the Nexus ribbon mm-hmm. because you had a better signal when we had uh, the the sun hitting you know when we get what's the green thing that happens on that.
1: Oh, the aurora? Yeah,
0: so when auroras are around, yeah. you have better chance of yeah, getting... Yeah, because
1: those are, those are, I think, electromagnetic... Right, so they carry
0: uh, the radio wave. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, whenever... Whoa. Yeah, yeah, so whenever... Maybe
1: they're...
0: Well, yeah, Maybe, maybe the taking... We need
1: to be able to decode the aurora. You. Like, May- the way that it's coming down, maybe it's some type of alien braille, May- electromagnetic braille. Maybe
0: the next time we have a big aurora, we need to charge it with a, a thousand ham radios sending bitcoin into the nexus aurora cloud
1: no you know what we'll send it'll just be like you know it'll it'll go through like it'll go through eons and eons and centuries and it'll finally reach an alien civilization they'll dial in and they'll turn up their amplifiers and it'll be
0: like worth it going to give you up they're going to let you down either that would be like this is worth 0.01 cent this is no this culture yeah
1: that's so That's such a human thing is spend uh, billions of dollars to send a one cent transaction
0: yeah that would be us wouldn't it that would but be the more, homo like, sapien
1: one more like real quick positive yeah. thing that i forgot to add to the list was that i had a little video chat which was very eerie but i had a little one-sided video chat with upwork uh the big giant brain in the head <laughs> in the sky and they uh They have a new situation where you have to verify your identity if you want a little blue checkmark badge okay and um, and I think those things are going to become more and more mandatory for people to have to be competitive you know like you you mentioned earlier that you know you need to have this many hours and this percentage uh, of positive reviews and this and this and this while they're adding like this another layer that I had to send in a photo of my passport or government ID and then they were like okay are you ready for your video chat And i was like uh okay so i flipped my camera on quick and it was just the upwork logo which had a human voice behind it Weird. and it was like hello dale and i was like uh, hi because <laughs> you're Jesus. just so used to working decentralized like i haven't heard a lot of my clients even voices before right so it's like breaks that third wall and you're like whoa i really am out here in the world and um and it was like, okay, let me just see your face, okay. And can you tell me what your home address is? And I said my home address, and she was like, okay, you're uh, you'll have your blue check mark in about fifteen to twenty minutes, and then crazy. hung up the call. That's crazy. So, a lot of that stuff's coming because with deep fake and with like these uh, softwares that are able to mimic your your voice and everything else, oh like, yeah. they're gonna need more and more layers of identity that you are who you say you are. Oh,
0: so. I've done audio stuff on on Upwork. I know I'm I'm probably an english translation for an atm machine somewhere in russia somewhere (laughs) but no doubt but the decentralized stuff you're right i think the immutability stuff will become massive yeah you know and it won't be just one blockchain it'll be multiple blockchains it'll be time sensitive it'll be location sensitive are you this person alive doing this right now you know are, are you at the other end of the keyboard maybe they're doing those checks and verifying the top flight people as well because um they 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 want to entertain entertain different audiences they want to entertain um big corporations yeah. and corporations need that
1: yeah of course corporations
0: not going to work with you unless you're verified
1: yeah or you are where you say you are you know right. at, the, at the beginning it was like just put your address and you could be in, you know anywhere and anywhere. say you're from the united states or right. england so yeah all all ships rising all things moving forward it's just a bit of a uh, it was a hustle this week and it's not over we still have a lot more hustling to do so
0: that's right. Now, this might play really fast or it might play really slow because I've had to introduce it again. So, this this could be.
1: Oh, boy. This could
0: be uh, could be interesting. There's a plane going over. Listen real time effects. <laughs> they came for our roadies. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I swear I
1: heard a rocket ship take off the other morning.
0: It was pretty bad. All right, guys. We will speak to you soon. Hope you have a fantastic day Bye. and weekend. Take care.
1: You can support the show by heading to anchor.fm slash positive and clicking the support this podcast button or by checking out any of this week's sponsors.
0: Subscribe to Positively Negative wherever you listen to podcasts and you can hang out with us on Discord by visiting smarturl.it forward slash talkback.
1: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yay! Bye!